Hello and welcome to Fridays at Home, the podcast on a mission to help you create a home, business, and lifestyle that aligns with your most authentic self. I am your host, Bamay, but since we're becoming friends, you can go right ahead and call me B. I really hope you are as excited as I am to be here. Before we get started, let's take care of some housekeeping. One, click that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Two, grab your favorite drink. It's Fridays at home. Three, sit back and prepare to be challenged to live your best life. Hello and welcome. It is finally Friday and you know what that means. It means we're here and we're going to have a chat about something really, really exciting. How's your week been? My week has been hectic. I honestly didn't even think that I'd find a chance to record this podcast. I've had both baby number one and baby number two sick with me literally the whole week. So remember two weeks ago when I was sick and I couldn't record the podcast? Fast forward to this week, baby number one and baby number two have the same fluey symptom, whatever it is that I had, and now they're home. It's life. Now, the exciting thing though is that I had to record this podcast because I'm stuck at home. So let's get started. Today, we're going to be talking about something exciting, something that obviously I'm very passionate about, something I talk about all the time, something that's in every business that I have. (laughs) We're talking about pre start. We're talking about the pre start meeting. We are going to talk about why the pre start meeting is so important, why I am obsessed with the pre start meeting, and why I 100% stand by my belief that the pre start meeting is the most crucial step in your home building journey. I said it. I don't care what any sales consultant says, what any building manager, supervisor, bricklayer, anybody. At the end of the day, the pre-start meeting is what brings all the teams together and ensures that the home they build is the home that you've dreamt of. So the pre-start meeting is very, very important. So today I am going to spend time explaining to you what it is, and what you need to know about a pre-start meeting before going for a pre-start meeting. I hope you're ready. Grab your pen and a paper because it's about to go down. (laughs) One might ask, what is a pre-start meeting? I would explain it as the most important meeting in your building journey. The pre-start meeting is basically your last opportunity to fine-tune your floor plan, to make selections for your home, to customize the existing builder's inclusions, and to ask as many questions as you have to make sure that you're on the same page with your builder. That is a pre-start meeting. It is a lot. It is also the place and time where you get to take all your Pinterest inspo, Instagram pins, all those things and narrow them down into single selections. So it's a lot. It means that you need to be prepared, you need to know what you want, and you need to have the right support and guidance around you. Through the years, the pre-start meeting has been dumbed down in the industry. I'm going to say it the way it is. It's been dumbed down to a point where it's even been called names such as color meetings, choice selections meetings, interior styling meetings. I don't know, weird little things, fluffy things. 
A true builder will tell you that a pre-start meeting is more than that. And a pre-start consultant will tell you that a pre-start meeting is more than that. And an ex-pre-start consultant, aka B, will tell you that a pre-start meeting is the most important meeting you will ever have when it comes to building a home. The reasons why I feel the pre-start meeting has changed in the industry And this is my conspiracy theory, okay? Don't quote anyone, but quote me. This is my conspiracy theory. What I've realized is that some builders have dumbed this meeting down to avoid clients make changes and having to ask valid questions at that meeting. Because the more questions you ask, the more mistakes you notice, the builder cannot go to site as quickly as they'd like to. There's two types of builders in the world. There's good builders and there's bad builders. Good builders will appreciate that their client is taking time to ask questions and the client is picking up errors before they go to site. Because a good builder knows that an unhappy client, when construction has started, is going to be an unhappy client for the rest of their life. And a good builder knows that an unhappy client will result in businesses going down. Now, a bad builder doesn't care because a bad builder only cares about going to site as quickly as possible so that the bank can start paying them. What happens to you afterwards, what you feel about it, what you have to say, it doesn't matter because as long as they've got money in the bank or in their pockets, that's all that matters. When people ask me a question, like when I started my business, the pre-start studio, the sole purpose of the pre-start studio is to bring to light things that bad builders don't want clients to know. My mission is to bring all those things to light. And sometimes people ask me and go, oh my God, thank you so much for helping me. Thank you so much for picking up all those errors on my plans. And thank you so much for helping me get clarity on what I want. And then they sometimes say, how do builders feel about you actually providing the service? because it is such a good service that you provide helping people understand the pre-start before going to pre-start. But at the same time, I feel like builders might not like this. And I really like getting that question because I tell them, hey, there's two types of builders. The builder that won't like it is a bad builder. So if you're with a bad builder, leave ditch the contract. No, 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 no. Do not quote me. Um, There's legal stuff to this. Okay. Don't go around saying B said we should quit. Um, And then there's the good builder who will appreciate that you are investing time to learn and to make sure that what they're going to build your forever home is exactly what you want. So the builders that come back to me and say, Hey, thanks so much for helping our clients. Those are the kind of builders that I promote. Those are the kind of builders that I like to work with because those are good builders. Builders. Now that we've gotten that out the way, the pre-start meeting can be very daunting. I know this. I know this for a fact. I've been there. I've been on the other side of the table. I've been a pre-start consultant for builders, project builders, and custom builders for over 12 years. So I get it. Okay. So I've helped hundreds and hundreds of people through this process. I know how daunting it is. But on the flip side, I was a first home owner. I was building my first home too. If you listen to episode number three or four about hubby and I building a custom home, that's our journey. Because of these experiences, I knew that with my business, something had to be different. I needed to take all the pain points that I saw people go through during pre-start meetings and turn them into an offering where I can actually diminish them or completely erase them from my client's building journey. In this episode, I am going to give you everything you need to know about a pre-start meeting, including what to expect, how to prepare, and how you can ensure that you have a successful meeting. Now that 
that we understand what a pre-start meeting is and why a pre-start meeting is very important, let's jump onto what you should expect at a pre-start meeting. Your pre-start meeting should always start with some sort of a brief. Your pre-start consultant or whoever it is who's assisting you with the selections and the pre-start process should clearly tell you what to expect, how the meeting is going to run, what you're going to talk about, how long the meeting is going to take, and what they expect you to do during the meeting. Before even starting the meeting, you should have a clear understanding of what is going to happen. Once that's out of the way, you should also be given an opportunity to go through your floor plan and your full set of working drawings in great detail. Your pre-start consultant should be on the other side of the table, leading you through your floor plan, walking you around the house on your site plan, walking you around the house and showing you each and every elevation. The elevations are crucial. Don't skip this part. The elevation will show you the direction that the windows open, the height of the windows, features, downpipes, all the things that you need to know. Your pre-start consultant should also go into each room, so the internal layouts, which is bathrooms, kitchen, toilet, laundry, scullery, each and every room that has an internal detail or section. This is where they can start going into deeper and more minute elements of design, where we're talking about cabinetry, tile extent, any features, niches, recesses, ledge, all those kind of things. Once you've covered the detail part of your working drawings, they need to jump into the next part, which is your electrical plan. Some builders choose not to cover electrical plan at a pre-start meeting, which I disagree with because I don't understand how you can do a whole house selection and not discuss electrical. I mean, think about it. If I'm going to ask you which side of the bedroom are you going to put your bed, doesn't it make sense for me to then go, okay, great. If your bed's going to be here, you're most likely going to need a PowerPoint here and a PowerPoint here. As much as that sounds like the most appropriate and sensible thing that a pre-start consultant should do, not all builders go to that extent. Matter of fact, some builders separate the electrical part of the pre-start meeting I don't even know why, okay? So I'm not even going to jump into that. Those are the builders that I do not work with. Secondly, what you need to expect once you go through your working drawings, you should be jumping onto materials, okay? So you need to be discussing what materials or selections you want to pick for your exterior and your interior. These things would include things like roof colors, paving, your flooring, your cabinet colors, feature brick, all those things. So basically the materials that are needed to build your house. Once materials and finishes are done, you would probably start looking at fixtures. At this point, you are going to be taken through tapware, plumbing, doorknobs, hardware, that kind of stuff. Once fixtures and fittings are done, you would then jump into appliances. So appliances are very, very important. Do not just pick whatever's in the specification booklet or whatever, or you kind of go, oh, whatever, a hot plate is a hot plate. No, we're not going to do that. You need to know what brand you have, what the warranty is, and what's included and what upgrade opportunities are there for you. Appliances are a really big value adder into or onto your property, even when you're looking at resale. Take time to check out your appliances. The final thing that I urge you to bring to the table at pre-start is to talk about the things that you plan to do after handover. So this is after your builder has done with the build and then you've got your keys. There's always projects that we have at the back of our heads. Talk about them at pre-start. Tell your pre-start consultant your plans. Yes, the plans that you are going to do later. 
I've seen so many situations where clients thought that they don't need to discuss something they're doing later because it's none of their builder's freaking, you know, business. Then the sad part comes when they try and do this thing once they have their keys and they realize that it's not going to be possible. The most common thing that I've seen this situation occur with is when it comes to fireplaces. I don't know how many times I've told clients, tell your builder your intention to install a fireplace later. Oh, no, 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 it doesn't matter. It's all my kind of thing. My husband is a plumber. My friend knows how to do it. Tell your builder. Most fires cannot be installed without a fire check wall. A fire check wall is going to cost you thousands of dollars to do later. And it would have cost you far less to do it during the build had you just told your builder. Now, I'm not saying every fire needs a fire check wall. I'm just saying some fireplaces need you to have some sort of fire rating or fire um, understanding around the design of your home before you do it. Another common problem that I've seen people fail at thinking, oh, it's not important. I can do it later is wanting to wall mount a TV. You know, you think, oh, it's easy. I'm going to wall mount a TV. I can do it later. Thing is these days with timber frame construction and masonry construction going hand in hand, you may not know how the builder has constructed that certain wall. If it is a timber framed wall, you definitely need to reinforce it. The builder will need to know your intention to wall mount something on that wall so that they give you the strength or they give the wall the strength to be able to support your TV later. I can give you so many, so many scenarios where it's very important to tell your builder the things that you're going to do later. Another big, big common mistake that people do by not saying anything is to do with their swimming pool. A seasoned pre-start consultant like myself will ask you these questions at your meeting. Anytime that I have clients coming through me, when whether they're designing their custom home or they're renovating or they're preparing for their pre-start meeting, I always ask them questions about what they want to do later and then make sure that they have the right provision included during the build to be able to do that thing later. You know what? I've just put a note down. That's going to be an episode for next week. (laughs) Provisions to make. I'm literally writing this down. Provisions to make at pre-start for future projects. Done. Okay. I think you get the gist. Those are the main pillars of pre-start and those are the things that you should expect to go over or should expect to be asked. If any of these things are not brought up at the meeting, you have the right to bring them up. Now, let's just do a quick recap. We know what a pre-start meeting is. We know why a pre-start meeting is very important. We know what to expect at a pre-start meeting. We know what questions to ask. And now what we need to talk about is the pain points that most first homeowners find or experience at pre-start. So the things that most people complain about when it comes to pre-start is the feeling of being overwhelmed. A pre-start meeting is a really high pressure type of situation. A lot of decisions need to be made in a day, in a seating, and they have to be done from start to finish. This can be very overwhelming, especially for someone who has never done this before. Someone who has no idea what is expected of them, and they just walk into this meeting because they were told it's just going to be a fun meeting about colors. That's the biggest point, feeling overwhelmed. A lot of my clients come to me for a pre-pre-start meeting because they already feel overwhelmed even before being booked in to a pre-start meeting. If you're wondering what is a pre-pre-start meeting, it is a service that I have created for anyone who is building a new home and has just signed a building contract or is looking at signing a building contract or is thinking of building a custom home and they're just feeling overwhelmed. They don't know where to go. I have a service for you. 
for me to answer all these questions that you have. It is for me to ensure that your floor plan works. It is for me to be your guidance and your guardian. And it is for me to also ensure that you go to your pre-start feeling a bit more confident than you do at the time of calling me. Feeling overwhelmed is a very common thing. So if you feel overwhelmed, chances are it's because you're not prepared. And this is where you need to reach out. Another biggest pain point that people talk about all the time is not knowing what to ask. There is nothing as bad as feeling like you're just a deer caught in headlights. You don't know what to ask. People are talking to you and you're just afraid that you might ask the silliest thing. You know what? There's no such thing. Your pre-start meeting is there for you to ask all the dumb questions. Get them all out. Don't be shy. There's no dumb question. Understand that if you do not know what to ask, you probably are not prepared. Third thing is not being prepared. All right. So this is a big thing. If you're not prepared for your pre-start meeting, like I said, you're going to fail. You know what I mean? You're, it's it's going to hurt because there's so many things that you are going to forget. There's so many things that you're just not going to know. When you don't know, you don't know. Preparation is the key to a successful pre-start. Fourth thing that always gets people is feeling pressured to make decisions. Building a house is a huge investment. Okay, it's huge. So there's nothing worse than sitting down and feeling like someone's hounding you. Which brick do you want? And there's like 20 bricks. Which bricks do you want? I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? So that pressure is daunting. And this is where a lot of people make mistakes. And then they end up coming back to make changes. And then they get hit with pre-start variation fees because... They made a mistake. Not being able to afford what you want is another real fear when it comes to pre-start. And this stems from the fact that, you know, most builders can do not give you prices up front. So you don't know. So you think you've got your $12,000 budget and you're sitting pretty. You know, you've got money saved for that upgrade that you want only to go to pre-start, make all these selections. And then the variation comes back and it's $80,000 because it does happen. (laughs) $80,000 and yet you had $12,000. You honestly want to tell me that when you strip away everything and remain with only upgrades worth $12,000 when you started at $80,000, will you still like the house that you have? I highly, highly doubt it. This is why it's very important to prepare at the beginning because if you have someone like myself in your corner, I'm able to tell you how much these things cost before you even start dreaming about adding them on your pre-start wish list. Those are the main pain points that people find. And those are the pain points that my clients come to me so that we can solve before they go to pre-start. There's four main things that I do for my clients in helping them prepare for their pre-start meeting. Number one is I help them do their research. It's easy to just say, do your research. But if you don't even know what you're researching, you're either going to research the wrong thing or you're not going to do it. It's just one of the two. So I help you narrow down your choices, knowing very well what your budget is, what your builder's inclusions are, and what products are out there that you could select from and still be within your budget. So I guide you with your research. Secondly, I help you with a list of questions. Okay. So I help you create these questions for your builder. This is what I like to call the pre-start game plan. So we sit down together and in four hours time, I will have so much information. I would have dissected your floor plan. I would have gone through your wish list and your builder specifications. And I would have highlighted questions that you have asked me, but you're just not sure how to ask them to your builder. And I will type them up and reword them for you so that when you go to pre-start, you know exactly what you need to ask. 
The third thing I do is to help you create a clear budget, a realistic budget. Your budget in your head is going to be very different to the reality of what a budget is when it comes to building a house. Those two things combined with my knowledge of product and my knowledge of pricing points in the industry means that I am able to say to you, hey girl, this is not in our budget because this is how much this costs. So when you go to your pre-start meeting, don't ask for this, but instead ask for this because this is within your price range. So by going through this exercise with you, I help you create a clear budget for your pre-start and ensure that we don't blow it. We also make sure by having this clear budget and game plan, you're not going to go to pre-start and pick everything, throw everything in the bag, and then you end up having to remove everything at the end at the checkout point because you can't afford it. There is nothing as painful. Trust me. I have witnessed this so many times. It, it breaks my heart. The fourth thing I help you do is feel confident about your decisions. Sometimes you just need someone to say, you got this. Sometimes you need someone to say, no. Sometimes you just need someone to just affirm that the decisions you made work. And I'm the most honest person you'll ever find when it comes to design. If I don't like something my client has done, not because of my personal reasons, but because I know that it does not align with what they told me they wanted at the beginning and what their budget says, I will tell you, no, we are not doing this because at the end of the day, I want you to still have a home and not completely blow your budget and have nothing. So those are the four things that I tell my clients and I help them do in preparation for their pre-start meeting. Feel free to take those points on yourself and use them. Use them to prepare for your pre-start meeting or book a meeting with me and I will go through them with you individually. Do not be afraid to ask for help. If you're feeling overwhelmed or confused, don't be afraid to ask for help. Now remember, I am not affiliated with any builder. I am not a sales consultant or a builder's rep. I am not out to try and sign you up into the latest and the newest package out there. I'm clean, okay? I am a very non-biased person who will give you all the information and the advice that I have based on my own building journey and the hundreds of other building journeys that I've witnessed over the past 12 years. That is this week's episode. I hope that this episode has given you a little bit more understanding about what the pre-start meeting is or what it should be (laughs) and why it is so crucial for you to understand and prepare for this process as a first home owner. This meeting can make or break your home. So please do take the time to research and take the time to ask the questions to make sure that your home is everything, everything you have ever dreamed of. With that, my friends, I wish you nothing but a beautiful weekend. I'll catch you next week. Send me a message, ask me questions, anything you want me to discuss, I'm here to talk to you. Bye! Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Fridays at Home. I hope you enjoyed our conversation and found inspiration to create a home, business and lifestyle that truly aligns with your most authentic self. And if you did, please leave me a comment, share this episode with a friend, repost on socials, and give me a rating so that I know that you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear more from me, make sure that you click that subscribe button just in case you forgot. 
I don't want you to miss next week's episode. It's going to be jam-packed with practical tips and inspiring stories from our guests and myself. So goodbye for now, but I know I will see you next week. Don't forget to tune in to another episode of Fridays at Home.